0: A man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool of tram sitting down by the stream, but leads him to the corpus bay. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them, quail, a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I wanna go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Put the dog on the porch and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet end right. Come away, come away, you keep going, leave the sink and ship behind, come on
1: the ride. All right, welcome.
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the out Outdoor Zone
1: live in the Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But we call it home live every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 central time here in the United States of America or 20, you can find us 24-7-365 because this is a live recorded podcast available on all your favorite podcast platforms and follow us, find us there at your favorite podcast platform or just. Go to theoutdoorzone.com, theoutdoorzone.com. It would be central
2: standard time to be exact.
1: There (laughs) you go.
2: Not just across the United States because it would change depending on where you are, right?
1: Okay, that is correct. That means my watch needs to be adjusted. Uh, My name is TJ Green and in the bunkhouse with me now is cody ryan
2: yes yes i am
1: and he is the timekeeper and beef is oh. in the house oh yeah beefsteak yeah. discos in the house jack's the ranch hand that gets here early make sure the gate gets open to make sure the old potbelly stove gets fired up and all the above hey so you may hear some banging some skill saws some hammerings, um, hydraulic jacks oh, great. in the background during the show. I have all the ranch hands. Everybody is here with us as we begin the process of jacking up this old tin shack and getting ready to move it to the next deer lease over to the, <laughs> to the back of the next ranch. And, uh, so please, we are under construction and it's going to take everything we got to get this whole thing safely moved
2: over. Well, I'll tell you what, what's we're so long story short is we're moving, we're changing stations, right? I mean, I don't think it's any secret that, uh, the live station that we're, we record on is, is no more. And, uh, we're actually one of the last live shows to be on air. I would think.
3: Yeah. We got Uh, that privilege, huh? We are. Yeah. And, uh, we
1: are the last live show. Are we not?
3: Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow. So, uh,
2: and then, and then, uh, but our show's going to continue. We are blessed that we're going to get to bring you the outdoor zone. And we'll tell you more about that as the show goes on. Yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to, bring up the fact that i you know i wanted to reminisce right for this show i wanted to reminisce on the last 10 12 15 years however long we've been at this we've been nine years nine here nine years at the horn i think it's been longer than that at the horn uh you Hmm. got an article there (laughs) yeah i do and it was, it's got to be longer than that because I wasn't married yet. When we first started doing the show here at the horn, I don't believe. Oh no. And, and I've just celebrated my 10 year anniversary. So I think it's been like 12 years. Is that right? Anyway. Wow. I can't carry on, <laughs> carry on, <laughs> but I, but I, it's eerily familiar, right? I thought I had this whole idea all week. I've been thinking about this show. This is going to be the last one we're doing on the horn. This is uh we're recording with the horn and 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 I wanted to do this incredibly awesome show. And it starts out, TJ sends like old show prep from like ten years ago. <laughs> yeah. And then he sends blank show prep. And then nobody's paying attention to me or nobody's on, you know, the <laughs> the audio program that we get on every week to meet, to do the show. Nobody's on when I log in, nobody's there. Nobody shows up. Nobody responds to my text messages. We got no show prep. It's a free for all. (laughs) Nobody responds to anything. And it brought to fear the worst show I have ever done. And everyone was gone. I had to do it solo. I was in South Texas. This was this was probably nine or ten years ago, right, right after we had kind of started doing the show. For whatever reason, TJ was out, couldn't do the show. I was in South Texas, had internet service at my in-law's ranch, so I thought I had internet service. Hmm. Got everything set up the night before, but didn't have enough service to get very much show prep. Like I couldn't get very much stuff Like you know, internet kept going in and out. And, uh, we were hoping that it was just because everybody's phones and everything was connected to that internet and that it would be better the next morning, you know, before anybody got up and I get up the next morning. Finally, after having to wake up my, uh, in law father-in-law, because the internet had come unplugged, finally got on air. Late, number one. Very little show prep, number two. And and I remember just sitting on this couch, talking into my cell phone, because that was the only way that I could figure to do it at the time, and trying to do a show without any prep, nobody there, <laughs> and just talk for hours. And it was... I left humiliated. I never wanted to be on air again. I never wanted to do a show again. I wanted nothing to do with the radio show.
3: (laughs) You got snake. I don't know
2: that I ever told anybody about the show or how humiliated I was. I wanted it to be, I think this was pre podcast where we would upload it weekly. Thank the Lord, because that one would have gotten lost and would have never made it to podcast <laughs> uh i i just remember just it was a bad interestingly bad feeling. enough i would say that so one, i kind of feel like i have the same amount of show prep this morning is what i'm saying we <laughs> you feel but at at that same I way have you guys but i have
3: well, you guys re- recheck your at
2: email you. i i saw no, I, your
1: I, I sent you I some see. cheese to go with your wine. Oh, and so just look man. at your email and you'll be fine. Uh I remember I think my uh worst experience was as well in South Texas down near uh not Terra but what is uh what is it, Don, where you get down there and it's like the desert and uh and it, it's uh, not not the not the national park, but before you get down there. It's not Terralingua, but
3: You mean like Marathon? Um, um that area? Yep. Yeah, I mean
1: like out there. It was we were at an Oh like West end. Texas. You are probably Marfa. At, you know yeah. that? <laughs> well, no, it wasn't Marfa. It was before Marfa, but further south, it was right on the border. We did a oh uh, we did a family trip that was part of a music fest on the border down there with reckless Kelly and a bunch of guys and uh, and I had a, a little hotel room that we had booked that was in the middle of nowhere. I mean, you open the door and look out there and it looked like you were on the moon. We we're in that in that part of Southwest Texas in the middle of nowhere. Hmm. And I didn't. An, I did two hours with my phone in my hand hanging out the door, trying to just keep a signal to be able to get the show. And I, I don't know, I, if you've never done a radio show or if you've never had to speak publicly before doing it without some kind of notes, people that can do that. I I have so much respect for the guys that do two, three, four hours a day, every day on the radio guys that are are just cranking it uh bucky and aaron i started my radio uh let's see we started our this show before they were doing radio over on 1300 i don't know uh let's see i wrote an article or tweed scott wrote an article in august 2001 august 2001 is when they started And we were doing this show uh, on, on air on 1300, I don't, it was at KVET AM, I think, over on South Lamar. So many, I mean, many, many years ago, but
2: yeah. yeah. I'll tell you one thing that hadn't changed is the support of our friends over at McBride's Guns. They've been with us for decades and i wouldn't have it any other way mcbride's guns it's a hometown gun shop if you're looking for a place to get your shotgun modified your rifle modified your your uh, gunsmith on site to repair or adjust or modify any part of your firearm go see our friends at mcbride's they've also got that coin shop tj loves to go and buy those <laughs> at the the Buffalo Nichols. Buffalo Nichols. Yes. He pays six cents for a five cent piece. It's They got him. <laughs> they got him right where they want him. You'll find McBride. 75. <laughs> 75 cents for a five cent piece. They, well, they really got you then. You'll find like McBride's them. in the same place it's been for years right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can give call 512 472 3532. Or check him out online, mcbridesguns.com, because McBride's Guns, yeah, they're our hometown gun shop. On the flip side, we'll talk a little fishing. This is our final finale show here at The Horn, recorded here live at The Horn. But uh, it's it's not over yet, folks. Stick around. Stick around. It's The Outdoor Zone. We're live in the Bunkhouse 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is MLF Pro Brent Chapman. You're listening to the best outdoor show on God's green earth, the outdoor zone with TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak.
0: All
1: all right. Welcome back regulators. You're tuned into the outdoor zone live in the bunkhouse. Yes. You may hear construction in the background. Just know that that is the team The bunkhouse, uh, the crew, ranch hands here, getting ready to move the bunkhouse. We'll be transferring all the gear, the whole thing over to 102.7 ESPN, Austin. Same Sunday morning, 7 to 9. You'll be able to catch us. Just move your dial a little bit over to 102.7 for live or follow us as usual as the live recorded podcast every week at theoutdoorzone.com hey Nile maxwell supercenter very excited about us moving to it um, but if you're looking for a truck rates are going to go up and now's the time to latch on because ram season is happening right now Nile maxwell supercenter in austin you get a 2.9 percent financing for 72 months on all 2023 ram 1500 lone star quad or crew caps that's right 2.9 financing that's the best financing on any truck in central texas and the largest inventory it's jeep season two with all 23 jeep grand cherokee overlands with both two three row seating now qualifying for 3.9% for 72 months. It's the season of Ram and Jeep. at your Ram and Jeep experts in Austin for the best selection, and Niles promise to beat any competitor's price. Go see the experts in Central Texas at Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 621A3 in Austin, or online anytime at niallmaxwellsupercenter.com.
3: So, again, it's... Did you see you that? Were you fishing... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just was going to say. Golly.
2: Hello. I have one segment in the whole show, and both of y'all try and jump all over me. Gemini Christmas. <clears No. throat> uh, go ahead, TJ. What were you going to say?
1: No, I was going to say, uh, when we started on the horn, I don't think you were fishing professionally.
2: No. No, uh, not, even, not even close. I was That's fishing a, weird a lot. And I had, I, I believe I, that was the phase where I had the sponsorship sticker that had my picture on it on the back of my truck. It had <laughs> a window with my picture on it. Like a, like a real estate agent would have uh, and in a list of sponsors. And <laughs> that's pretty embarrassing to even talk about that. I would do that. Have my own picture. No, on that my truck. was the
1: thing back then.
2: Yeah. It was cool at the time. I th- thought. It was the thing. Yeah. steak.
3: Yeah. What were you going to say? No, I was just going to, I was reminiscing through some photos and I just saw that I, uh, you know, my very first uh, appearance on the show was in July 30th, right? Which is today in 2011, 12 years ago. That and
2: is incredible. See, I, tj tj was saying nine years on the on the horn and i don't i don't know where that came from but 12 years ago we were sitting here at the
1: you got two comments on that social media post too i know
3: and then i'm sending you a picture of when we used to have fun cody ryan in the bunkhouse together? I don't that remember me? that. That must well, have been
2: a long time ago. No.
3: I. You know, here are two buddies right here. This is like, uh, you know, <laughs> brothers or something. I mean, Two
2: best friends that anybody could have. We're the two best friends now. We can't stand each other. <laughs> Twelve years later. <laughs> no, I'm kidding.
3: So I just, uh, uh, I was bringing back memories. Sorry. You know, I didn't get no, to share them. My memories exactly. in the first because you were, you know just, I, I, just I, love think.
1: It. I love you are it. you are now an international star beef
3: because of Cody to go from
1: just that right. one visit
3: i will show. say
2: i will say that there is not a meeting that's been had or a conversation uh from somebody that knows the outdoor zone or has heard of the outdoor zone or has listened to the outdoor zone that doesn't go What's up with that beefsteak character? <laughs> Who's that beefsteak guy?
3: Who is that guy?
2: Uh, that?
1: I, I, I met somebody the other day. I said, "Oh yeah, yeah." I, I do. Oh, you did you? You know beefsteak? Yeah. You know? I was like, Yeah,
2: I know beefsteak. So I guess the idea is the that we need to come up the star of the outdoor zone. Yeah. So I guess we need to come up with a sweet nicknames for each other TJ. TJ and Cody Ryan are just boring. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is true. I will say uh I want to give a shout out to uh Noodlin Lewis. Oh yeah. Has, oh man, yeah. He just texted and was trying to get in uh Lewis uh he wanted to get on the call but we currently we have no reins. We have producer <laughs> has stepped out of the office and
3: we have. He went to the bathroom. Okay. Everybody gets a break. You know, you we're just eat just those a bunch chili quesadillas.
2: Yeah. We're just we're, sorry, Noodle and Lewis, but there's nobody there to answer the call. We are free reigning here on the Horn. The last show. I mean, what, do, what are they going to do? Kick us off air?
3: Yeah. You're right.
2: At we can do point? whatever we want. Uh, this is actually. Flip the switch. This is actually. A fantastic time to completely go off the rails because <laughs> th- there is no, be- in 12 years, we've had no better opportunity to
3: just. Cody, there there's no F- gone off the rails ever before. you
2: want. Well, there, yeah, I guess we. There,
3: there is before. no F-bomb switch right now. The safeties are taken off. Oh, wait. He just came back. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Man. He man. Just- what are y'all doing over here (laughs) (laughs) i stepped out for two Two minutes minutes, (laughs) two minutes some guy tried to call in our first caller and i don't know how many years first caller in
2: in 10 years yeah and we've been using the f-bomb like yeah rigma frack
3: there's no safety turned on so there he goes again all so right. there is.
2: I will bring it back around. We will. We will talk a little bit of current day situation, and that is the Bassmaster Elite Series on Lake St. Clair. Our buddy Clark Winlet is uh, had a great tournament there. Uh, the top ten. We do have another Texas boy in the top ten. Frank Talley uh, is in the top ten. Names like uh, Greg Hackney, Luke Palmer, Joey Safuentes, Taku Itu. And Koya Fujita, both uh, guys from Japan made it in there. But a lot of a lot of big names. It's a uh, smallmouth country up there on Lake St. Clair. Absolutely insane when those guys are catching 22, 23, 25 pounds of smallmouth. I mean, just, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. 65 pounds of smallmouth over the course of three days, averaging you know, 65 pounds is averaging over 21 Where, where was that, pounds Cody? a day or something.
3: Where do you know where they were? Uh, those guys.
2: I I don't got you beef.
3: Oh, you can't hear me.
2: I ain't got anything you're saying, but He's 20 doing sign language. What?
3: Yeah, I can hear myself.
2: He's just talking. <laughs> no, oh, there he is. Okay. He's back. But hey. 65 pounds of small mouth over the course of three days did not get you into the top 10 Golly. over 21 pounds they had i think like mm. 33 bags over 20 pounds on the first day 33 of Smallies. 100 33 of 100 guys caught over 20 pounds of smallmouth bass so, so we lake st clair you... been there for a half a day i've never fished an event there but i spent a half a day there i stopped in on that lake and uh just spent a half a day there on my way to another place knowing that it had this legacy you know lake saint Ever if you've ever watched anything about smallmouth bass fishing you've heard of lake saint Clair. and i remember stopping there probably two years ago i guess on the way to another event and spent a half a day there only caught a couple fish but they were both like three and a half four pound smallmouth and i was just blown away like holy cow I I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what to do, you know, and I found one little area or two little areas and, you know, fished a couple little areas for a couple hours and caught a couple giant smallmouth. It was really cool. But, uh, Lake St. Clair also, it's one of those places where it just has that water color. When you get out to a certain point, I noticed that, uh, when I, you know, made my little, uh, spent, spent the day there that, The one time is that that watercolor, it's one of those places where you go out and once you get out to the main body of the lake itself, that watercolor turns to like that jewel, like almost, almost fake looking. looks like a giant swimming pool, you know, Mm. like that super clear, you know, jewel color. I don't know how to explain it. It's just, it's like, it's like you could take a glass Scoop it into the lake and just drink the water. So, it, do you don't do, you, do that. Do you, you like? Looks
3: like you do you like smallmouth bass fishing?
2: Uh, it's not my favorite thing. No. So,
3: what about the theory that because of all the zebra mussels that th- that those are gonna like overtake Texas lakes because they love eating those? Yeah, I well,
2: that. I no, we don't have cool enough waters for I think smallmouth to overtake. They like cooler, cooler weather, and okay. uh, I just don't think that that's going to be a deal. But, but I do know that zebra mussels are all over those northern lakes where they have giant smallmouth, mm-hmm. and a bunch of these tournaments are. And most of those lakes are consumed with zebra mussels, but it doesn't s- seem to be affecting. I mean, I think they, I think they, the gobies. Are another in- invasive species up there that ends up being like candy for a smallmouth bass, and uh, the gobies feed. I believe feed on the the gobies. That sounds like a <laughs> a, family. Oh,
3: sounds like a family.
2: The goby family lives up there. A band from the eighties. Listen, the gobies come they into, into their this.
1: RV there by the smallmouth, the little lake there where the smallmouth are. Join us yes. the Goby family, family from yeah. the Shale Stadium. After it's
3: dark, you don't walk by that RV either. Gobi
2: YouTube.
1: The I'll Gobi tell you. family
2: and their YouTube. Oh, my gosh. Finding affordable top-quality healthcare options. Yeah, that can be tricky for the entrepreneurs and those who are self-employed, but Altura HealthShare, they're a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. Health HealthShare is not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing cost. I have my family covered by Altrua Health Share, and I'll tell you what, I would not do it any other way. Members contribute each month to a membership escrow account, and then eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. Members uh, can see almost any provider or facility. I haven't had to change doctors, and nothing's changed since I've been. With true Health Share. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org or check out Altru Health Share, where we care for one another. All right, coming up. We've got uh more reminiscing, plus we may uh hey, look, it's already gotten weird. But we may have some news weird too. Suitcase is full of human remains. That's what's next. <laughs> oh, lovely. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the Bunkhouse 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. You know, I
0: was Yeah, and I know what they say, Money came by everything. Well, maybe so. Can buy me a boat. This is
1: T. Bruce or listening to The Outdoor Zone. They call me Redneck White Trash. And blue. Call. Me. All right. Welcome back, regulators. Like in the Outdoor Zone.
0: Dollars,
1: Changing our live broadcast over to 102.7 ESPN starting next week. 102.7 ESPN. Follow us. There live Sunday morning seven to nine or 247365 at the outdoorzone.com And beefsteak's wife will not allow him to work on her vehicle they only take the vehicle to Sun
3: Automotive. You know you sent over some stuff from 10 years ago and I think uh, one of the interesting parts I thought was Damon at Sun Auto called in about taking a sh- a soldier fishing in a 25 hour hike. And I just was thinking about how long we've been together with Sun Automotive. And you know, everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. it can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. But we use our friends over at Sun Auto Service. Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. We've known them for at least 10 years. Each and every person at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do. And we want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. You ready to bring it in? Well, they have locations at 405 West Slaughter Lane. You may just see Beefsteak go over there. 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park, and 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway. It's at 1206 Ranch Road, 620. You can just go to sunautoservice.com to find all of those locations and follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week, sunautoservice.com.
1: All right, thank you, Beef. Yes, next week you can follow us at 102.7 ESPN Live. Hey, now it's time for our news of the weird.
3: Huh?
0: Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird.
1: Man, Florida's been in the news for a bunch of bizarre stuff lately. Yes. All kinds (laughs) of crazy stuff happening down there. Three suitcases with human remains were discovered this week in Florida. Authorities in Florida have opened a homicide investigation after making a gruesome discovery along the intercoastal waterway in Delray Beach. The Delray Police Department received a 911 call about a suspicious item in the water. Police Chief Russ Major said that when the officers arrived, they found a suitcase with what believed to be human remains hanging outside. A few hmm. hours later, officers received reports that two other suitcases floating in the water south of where the first one was discovered. Those suitcases also contained human remains. They have uh, three suitcases with human remains. They believe it's a woman 35 to 55. She may have tattooed eyebrows hmm. and wearing a floral top with a black undershirt and shorts. Hmm. You don't mess around <laughs> with the
3: Sun Tad vendors on the beach
1: in Florida.
3: Oh my gosh. I just That sounded weird. Yeah, that was just a little weird. You know, I don't I know what's going on down News there. News of the weird yeah. You know, I I also heard that uh they recorded for the first time along the uh coast over a hundred degrees in the water. So, it, things are you know, getting crazy. Down it is
1: there. Uh, just remember years ago, we we were reporting on when the water in lakes, ponds, and other areas like that got super hot. Some there's a bacteria that that uh, gets stirred up from the bottom, and if it gets up into your nostrils or ears. It can kill you, and there's no cure to it. A lot of uh, fatalities and kids swimming in lakes and ponds, Yikes. and also the the flesh eating bacteria down on the coast. If you have a cut or a scratch and you're out wade fishing or swimming, so I I'd say right now would be a good time to avoid uh, swimming in lakes, ponds, and or and, and if you see a
3: suitcase yeah. along the uh, a bank or floating in the lake, um, don't open it.
1: Make sure you buy so- your your uh, suntan lotion from from Gooigi. You know he's got the, the the best lotion.
2: To you get, you get your don't suntan from- lotion from mommy. <laughs> uh, wow, sorry, that's an old Adam Sandler deal if anybody knows what i'm talking about i apologize i've never heard it lord forgive me uh yesterday uh i was i went to the barber shop and got a haircut
3: i thought lord you did it yourself i thought you were no, one of those no that kinda, no
2: no that look, let, look let's see it the feller, let's see the, feller it. Oh, doesn't, huh? the feller doesn't uh look tj yeah you got your Whoa. hair
3: oh <laughs> a mad oh scientist gosh. i'm gonna tell you Holy mackerel!
2: Oh my gosh, she's got like eleven gray hairs now. This is Don.
3: Up. He's the Don King of yeah. uh, <laughs> of radio, man. Ah, I did get I a picture get of that, by the way. It's terrible.
2: Woo, so I've been, been going to mountains. a barber shop. I've been going to a barber shop, and it was funny because I was sitting there waiting my turn. There's only one one barber on Saturdays that, that works, and he was telling a story. And I kind of walked in while he was telling it, but obviously telling a story, right? Barbershop, shop, bunch of old men, and he was telling a story, and it kind of ca- it caught my attention because it was about Cactus Pryor talking about a fishing trip. Hmm. And if you've been in Austin or radio for any period of time, you know you've heard the name Cactus Pryor, and the in the radio world. And so it kind of perked my attention, thinking, "Oh, what?" And he was talking about the story that Cactus Pryor was talking about on air during his radio show years ago about a fishing trip. And this is probably 20, 30 years ago, probably 30 years ago on air. He was talking about a fishing trip that he was on and thought it was so funny because Cactus Pryor had talked about, he had seen, they decided on a calm day down on the coast it was a super calm day, and they decided that they were going to take advantage of it and go fish some of the oil rigs, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of times you can run out on calm days in the Gulf of Mexico here, especially out of Texas, and fish the oil rigs and catch all kinds of, I mean, good. Yeah, 5, 6, bear. 10,
1: 12, 15 miles out.
2: Yeah, snapper. Yeah, and it's not but 10 or 15 miles out or whatever. And you I mean, there's all kinds of fish that live around these rigs, right? We've done it. And, uh, so it was a calm day. They were going to run out there. They see a rig on the horizon. This is pre having GPS and all things marked and all the navigable, you know, markers. So you see an oil rig and you head towards it. That's how you got there. He said they were driving, 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 driving towards the oil rig an hour, hour or so in, they finally get close enough to this oil rig to realize the one they had pointed their boat to, and they had been driving after for an hour. They finally realized was hooked up to a tugboat and was being pulled out <laughs> and was moving, <laughs> just going out. So they were chasing a, a, uh, oil rig that was being tugged out to the middle of the ocean. So, uh, I thought that was just a hilarious story. And I could see in those days without, you know, having all the maps and all the navigational tools and things on your boat, I could totally see that happening. You know, what and I well, think that what, what may too. even
3: be more interesting is that people don't normally talk about something like that, right? I mean, everybody's done some different things like that where you'd be like, oh, that's embarrassing. But on the radio, you get to tell stories like that and enjoy them and share. Them.
2: Well, the, the funny part is I was thinking that exact same thing beefsteak this is one time we kind of agree
3: uh uh-huh.
2: is that uh i was thinking the the very thing was that it almost seems like on air it's just us right yeah we're the only ones there nobody's else is paying attention nobody else is listening and once you get to that point you get a lot more vulnerable or you're able to tell stories that you maybe wouldn't tell on stage in front of a bunch of people. Not that it's any different, right? I mean, it's the same thing as being in front of an audience (laughs) right now, but it doesn't feel that way. So you become more vulnerable to tell certain stories. And thinking back on times of when I would say something that be like, oh man, I don't know that I've even told my wife that. Or you know, these <laughs> random random things, Like right. that Adam Sandler well, quote. You know, because it seems intimate when it's just us hanging out. Well it's out supposed in the to be house.
3: like us being around a campfire at deer at the deer camp, right? I yeah. mean that was the concept. Yeah. Just what would you talk about around at the bunkhouse?
1: Well what a bunch of guys talk about and that's what we talk about. I I, I uh I, I remember when we first started the show Way, way many years ago, um, Paul Pryor was on the radio and he was one of the people that introduced us to being on the radio and it would invite us on the radio. We had the music magazine in Austin and uh, and I remember going on air with Bama Brown and Bob Pickett and Chris Knight in the night. Chris Knight in the night, Bob Cole and Sammy Allred used to make fun of me all the time because, of grammatical errors in the magazine that I published and yeah, that's a regular
2: uh, uh, segment they actually had on their show (laughs) was fine. TJ's grammatical errors. Yeah. it
1: It was funny. Um, but anyway, uh, I'm, I'm super grateful for the, uh, opportunity that we've been presented to be live on the air and one Oh four, nine, the, the folks, um, Bucky and Aaron, like I said earlier, I was there when, uh, uh the lady who put them together, Lee Hudson said, these two guys are young bucks. Um, Bucky came from a background of coaching at UT, and Aaron, I can't remember what Aaron's background was, um, but put those two guys together, and they were a, they have been a machine on in sports radio, and hopefully they'll, they'll land somewhere healthy, but we are moving over to the new powerhouse to do this show live, starting next week at 102.7 ESPN.
2: And That's right. Us. We're taking and, and We couldn't get there if we had, if we didn't maintain our boats and able to haul of our, <laughs> all of our stuff over there, right? PartsView.com, P A R T S V U.com, your online one stop shop for all your boating needs. Beefsteak went on PartsView, ordered That's the safe. maintenance kit for his yearly trip out on his boat, his <laughs> annual trip, which is yet to make. So, really, maybe we'll just call it biannual at this point partsview.com for your biannual annual maintenance <laughs> kits oem yamaha murray suzuki murray stern drive parts over 200 000 products from the marine, marine industry's leading brands they've got accessories for your boat they've got pro- props for your boat they got everything right there just go see our friends at partsview.com you can save some money by using outdoor zone 10 that's outdoor zone 10 uh, no, not case sensitive, by the way. Go see our friends, P A R T S V U dot com. That's partsview.com Gave more and field notes coming up. It's the outdoor zone live at the bunkhouse, twenty four seven, three sixty five at the outdoor zone Hey, American Blood Brothers, this is Ted
0: Nugent on
1: the outdoor zone. Live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother TJ. Whack 'em and stack 'em, would ya? All right, welcome back, regulators. Tuned into the outdoor zone. This is your Deer Shooting, Flounder, gigging, and Dub, blasting hog, dog, and bass, catching mountain, climbing, fly, fishing, four-wheeling, drilling, junkie outdoor zone radio show broadcast to you live from the bunkhouse starting next week at 102.7 ESPN 102.7 ESPN live on Sunday morning 7 to 9 central or 24/7 365 at the outdoorzone.com theoutdoorzone.com experience the value of community banking where local matters and these guys have been with us for a couple of years and we love banking with our bank Keystone Bank. Join the Bank of Choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. Uh, We're Keystone Bank, founded by Jeff Wilkinson and his team, operated right here in Austin, Texas, by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets them apart. Banking at your fingertips, anywhere, anytime. To learn more, get started with Keystone Account, visit one of our locations in person. 11,500 Bee Caves Road in West Austin, 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Or just go to the website, keystone.bank, keystone.bank for all their information. Keystone Bank, where local matters. Now it's time for our game warden, Field Notes
2: these are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement defenders of the outdoors these are true game warden field notes
3: what do
1: so uh, I'm looking at the show prep from 10 or 12 years ago and it's talking about some game wardens rescuing some girls who got washed down a creek here in texas so there must have been some rain somewhere at some point in july in texas in years past zion national park we've been talking about that place a lot because there's been a couple of deaths out there from the heat. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they did a video, the staff at Zion national park, put a tray full of cookies on the dashboard of a car.
2: That's Utah.
1: Yes. And they baked right. cookies in Zion. Yes. Beef. What were no, you gonna I was
3: just going to say that and- it's in the heat. The heat dome you know, that's currently over the Southwest, right? So even though we get that kind of heat, they're not really used to it.
1: That 200 degree in in that car that baked the cookies took a couple hours. and They came out a little crunchy, but they're saying be very <laughs> careful. Look at your weather app. Look at the weather before you make a decision to go do something like that. And I, Beef and I were talking about this, before uh, or during the break, and I was saying, well, it looks like we're going to be 100 plus over the next week or two for sure on in, here in Texas right now in the heat and continuing over 100, continuing over 100. And, and we were talking about how just you just people still just go out and do what they do. And when I was in Alaska I was around some people for a couple of weeks there, and it was interesting because they have that same attitude about the cold weather. It's like, well, it's if it's twenty degrees and blowing snow, you just dress for that. You don't stop going out and doing what you got to do. You just dress for the weather.
3: Well, I've been in that area, or, or you know, lived in that in a zone where it was colder most of the year than it was hot. And uh, I don't enjoy it. I will have to tell you. I mean, I, I know you say you can, you know, die from heat stroke, but it's not the same as uh, when it's, fi- you know, fifteen below zero, and you got fifty mile an hour winds. You run out of gas. You have to walk a couple miles. That could be a death sentence, you know. And I'm well, not it could sure be the, the other way or in the heat. You know, if it's hot, even if it's hundred and five. You still, you can operate. I was out rewiring the boat trailer yesterday, Cody Bryan. Because oh,
2: you had to rewire it because it dry
3: rotted? No, wiring, I No, it the wiring was the weirdest thing. I went to look. Dry from sitting there? No, I went to look. I went around the back. I'm like, man, my license plate was gone. And my license plate was gone because the holder was gone because the light was gone. And the, just wires sticking out. And that was it. But
1: so just noticed that, eh?
3: Yeah, I did. I just yeah. noticed it. And I, so I, I upgraded uh, to LED lights. That were and oh. a
1: piece of cardboard that says license plate <laughs> coming. <laughs> no, it just intended.
3: said personalized beefsteak. That's all it said. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so I don't uh this is I, I'm not recommending this. I'm not I I it's not law, it's against the law, not lawful. Yeah, it's against the law. So, you might reconsider
1: what you're about to say before you say it. No, I'll say it. I'll say it.
2: All I right. do not, I'll, I do not mount my license plate to my boat trailer any longer.
3: Oh, you're like I those carry motor- with me at all points. You're like those motorcycle riders that just don't want to put it on no, their bike. It
2: has nothing to do with not wanting to, it has to do with. I've had three license plates gone come up missing and whether they were stolen or they get torn off with the water in the water, you know, back in your boat in and out, whether they fall off, come off. Uh, I've, I've worried about somebody stealing them more than anything because then they can use them on a different trailer. (laughs) And then, you know, you get pulled into this whole thing. If something happens with a stolen, Boat, or you know, your your license plates on that trailer. I've had that, you know, that fear concern. So what do you do? I guess.
3: So what do you do? You leave it off.
2: I do not put my license plate on my boat trailer any longer. I carry it with me. Yeah, it's with me at all all times. Uh, And if an if I get pulled over, I've I've been pulled over for it one time in the last decade, and I got a ticket for it, and I paid the ticket and did not put the license plate on and still have it and the reason being is for that reason is that it's you lose them you they do not work on boat trailers coming mm-hmm. in and out of the water as much times as i've put my boat in and out of the water and traveling across the country i'd rather have the license plate in my in some states don't even require it right i travel across the country and there's some states that do not require a, a license plate on a boat trailer so and
3: on my regular trailer I uh, am i just my flat trailer I have a license plate that has a hinge on it, so if you hit any brush or put it, just flaps right. Yeah, that seemed to well. It was all curled up yesterday. I redid the lights on it too, but yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. I mean, what, you
1: spent a lot of time at Harbor Freight this week. Didn't you know, you, I don't mind? do
3: Harbor Freight uh, lights anymore because. I'm telling you, man. If you're going to go to all the trouble, because they solder, end up
2: that you end up going to the back and they're missing, they're and missing there's just wires sticking out. And I'm like, if you're
3: going <laughs> to solder in all of yours and do heat shrink and do all that, then you got to put in some quality, right? I mean, that's just the yeah. uh, and the the boat trailer or the the trailer that I got, you know, was a homemade trailer. Very, uh, someone welded it and put it together. It was for carrying 500 gallon water drums for a power washing company and then he went out of business. So I ended up getting it. and the way that they wired it it, into a bow trailer. (laughs) No, 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 no. A regular trailer. And so the way they wired it, you look underneath and it was just like clothes pins and those little, you know how the emergency uh, clips that you use where you just go into one line and you can shove another in there and clip it in real quick. They were constantly being, they were just constantly being uh, torn off. You know, with brush and and you got to do your lights right. And then I was thinking, why did someone, why why did I spend all day doing that? Do I really need to do that? Or is it just get it done? Is there something wrong with me that I want to do it right? You haven't
2: taken, you haven't hooked up either trailer in a year and done anything with them. (laughs) But they have brand new lights next time you use them. So great expenditure of time. That was great. Oh, sound like Deep my state. wife. Hey, you know I'm ragging on you. It's the Outdoor Zone. We're going to take a break. On the flip side, we got a whole other hour. The last hour we're doing here live at this very bunkhouse. The bunkhouse is getting moved. We're switching. It's going to 102.7 ESPN for the live recording. But you can always catch us 24-7, 365 at the Outdoor Zone or all of your favorite podcast networks you can find out how to link to those if you don't already know at theoutdoorzone.com
0: That gun to please his mind Give them well a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I want to go back to the country Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I will see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup Put the dog on the porch And turn up your radio This is the Outdoor Zone With DJ and Cody Ryan Live from the Bunkhouse there's a place of my head and I'm going just as fast
1: as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you
0: keep going. Leave the sinking ship behind. Come All on. All right. And welcome back. Away. It's the Youngstores of the Last of Us. This will be
1: our last hour, the hour on the Horn 104.9. Moving over to 102.7 ESPN, 102.7 ESPN. For this live broadcast every Sunday where you get a live recorded po- uh, podcast for uh, for you, the Outdoor Zone. Um, super honored to be here again. This segment of the show is brought to you by our friends at McBride's Guns like they have for over 20 years. With the so- way society's pounding on our rights to own guns, it's imperative we support our local gun shops. The one we trust with our constitutional rights. McBride's Guns. Austin family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealership. Looking for that personal carrier or a referral class? One place, McBride's Guns. Need a gunsmith? McBride's Guns. Looking for a youth model rifle or shotgun? McBride's Guns. You find them in the same place they've been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them 472-3532 or online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop. So I'm TJ Grainy in the bunkhouse. With me is
2: Cody Ryan. Yes, that's correct. And beef steak. And Jack beef, is steaks, the, w- beef steak's just walking around. Jack
1: and, is the ranch hand that gets here early and gets the gate open and fires up the old potbelly stove. And he's out there with the rest of the ranch hands jacking up this old tin shack and trying to get it moved over to the. New location, we'll be moving all this equipment and all this gear, all our deer stands, everything's moving over to 102.7 ESPN for this live broadcast on Sunday mornings, 7 to 9.
2: I feel bad. I feel bad that they are what they're about to experience. You know, we're going to roll in to that place with all these deer heads. And you know all these mounted deer heads, and I mean they just don't un- they don't know what they're about to get. You know what I'm saying? Rolling Bail. that office, rolling that office building. Hey man, where do I hang his old deer head?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I guarantee you, we got some uh fellow hunting and fishing brothers in arms over there and they'll be they're welcoming they'll welcome us with open arms as this machine rolls up in there a bunch of a bunch of four-wheel drive pickup trucks <laughs> where are we gonna park this old tin shack but super excited about moving over to 102.7 espn starting next sunday live you'll get the bunkhouse crew over there so just Get your dial prepared, put a little sticky note, write it on your arm that the bunkhouse boys have moved to 102.7 ESPN starting next week. and
2: Or continue to listen at our podcast networks, and, and I think we're going to make a little change on that, and maybe some, some influence from some of those that listen in on our podcast weekly maybe can uh, send us a note and give us their idea, but the little change I do want to make is that I think we're going to go. We've been posting our shows with in in hour segments, so we'll have hour one and hour two every week. I think what we're going to start doing, whether th- this really probably doesn't mean anything to TJ or Beefsteak, but I want to ask those that listen on the podcast is that I want to start posting it as a solid show, the entirety in one post. So that you click on it. It's one long formatted show. It's the way I like to listen to podcasts. And I want to get your opinion. If you do listen to our podcast, how you like it, if you like it broken up, or if you would like just one podcast and one, you know, because it'll keep your place in it if you have to click off and all that. So you can come back to it. So uh, give us your, send us a note, uh, like, subscribe, all of that to, to uh, our channels across all the platforms there and, and send us a note. If, if for some reason you do not like that option, but I believe that's the direction we're going to go. So that's executive decision made from one of the executives (laughs) much higher up than me. (laughs) They just been on
1: the deer lease. It's whoever's been on the deer lease. The longest is the one who makes the decision. So captain Gordon Taylor, the official guide for the Texas Outdoor Zone has been sending me some pictures and talking to the team over at the Bunkhouse and over at KOZ, telling about all these crazy fish they're catching right now. And the question is, what in the world? Why are all these fish being caught along the Texas coast? And right now, when when I would think it would be just like uh, hang out underneath your beach umbrella uh don't go don't go fishing the water's 100 degrees captain gordon taylor official guide for the texas outdoor zone the outdoor zone uh tell me what's what in the world is going on with the fishing right now and you guys can actually hear me right
4: yeah clear five by five okay well it's y'all had me do something different zooming in and stuff that's too high tech for this fisherman i'll tell you what (laughs) (laughs) yeah we get to see your face though oh my goodness um not fishing it's been it has just been one of the craziest years i have ever seen and just like you said you would think it's too hot out there i mean when i leave the dock i am graphing 89.8 water degree temperature yeah. And I mean, it is stinking hot. And of course, we get to the spot we want to fish, and it goes down to a whopping 87, maybe. So, but still, too hot for me, but not for the fish. It is, it is just crazy. I only, I'm only hitting two spots, which I, we have to get out there early. We're leaving at 6 a.m. And when we get to the spot, um, it's a little slow till it just, picks up and you you'll catch maybe three to five trout in that one spot but these trout have been huge i mean we're talking you know of course the limit now is 17 to 23 inches but every trip i'm catching one to two trout that is 24 inches or bigger Hmm. and it is just amazing and i don't know why i'm not going to question it too much but that's what it's doing (laughs) And, you know, I just want right now to give a big shout-out to all the kids I took this last week that caught a trout 24 inches or better, and that's Tara, T. Michael, Brooks, Walker, and Braden. These <laughs> kids, with their parents bringing them down, of course, I tell them, too, you better be bringing plenty of water because it is stinking hot and We can only stay out there until about 11 before I see everybody, you know, starting to really look a little rough and sitting down, getting quiet, sweating, and let's go in. But it it is just amazing what we're catching. And it's a variety, too. We're catching trout, sand trout, mangrove snapper, big gaff top, and sheesh, I can't remember the rest of them whiting. I mean, it's just one fish after another that we're catching out there just to give them enough to take home and fill the box. Plus give them that trophy trout picture.
1: What is the, what was the deal with that shark video you sent me? Shark video. Did you send me a, that wasn't shark. That was a dolphin. We were
4: out there and I had a gentleman bringing in a trout to the boat undersized and the dolphin are just chasing, trying to take that off the hook. (laughs) Well, while I was, Videoing it just to show people the dolphin around the boat, the lady in the front of the boat set her rod down, and when she did, she had the hook in the water maybe about two inches, and the popping cork was in the boat. Those dolphin missed the trout the guy was bringing in. Those dolphin went down the side of my boat, surfaced, hooked onto the hook, and whoop! There goes my rod and reel across the bay. <laughs> they, 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 I've never seen that. They did one big circle. It was probably about. 10 to 12 dolphin running together. It looked like they were scared because of what happened to the other one. And then all of a sudden it got real quiet. I looked around and I saw the popping cork close to shore. I said, guys, let's troll up there and see if it's still attached. And, oh, thank goodness it was. We pulled in about 50 yards of line, but I got my rod and reel back.
3: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) End of a good story. Yeah. Well,
1: and you're fishing with live shrimp. The shrimp population is good? Right
4: now. Well, off and on, due to this heat, they're having trouble getting shrimp, but I've been real lucky at this one bait stand by uh, Mickey's Bar and Grill, and they've had plenty of shrimp. I'm using shrimp and live piggy perch right now. Oh, wow. Yeah, and the piggies have pretty much caught the bigger trout. And the shrimp, we're going to the platform where I took you guys and when we get out there, all you got to catch is one trout. And boy, I bet you we caught 80, 90 trout out there with just like maybe half a dozen that were keepers. But all the rest just kept those kids just busy, busy out there.
1: <laughs> that is such a good place to fish. I really like that, the convenience of that. And the uh, you don't get beat up by the weather. It's a perfect place to take a kid for their first experience. Well, captain Gordon Taylor, and this being our last show here on this network, uh, the station and moving over to ESPN starting next week, 102.7. Uh, you've been calling into the show. You've been the official guide for a long time. You've a bunch of those kids that you've taken out fishing all these years. Now they're grown up and they're, uh, and they're coming, bringing their kids and you're, you're, you're retired now from your day job. And, uh, and, uh, you spend the day fishing and, and then cooking these outstanding dinners for your wife and man, <laughs> life is good for captain Gordon Taylor right now. Oh, it sure is. That's, that's the way to enjoy life. You know, that spending time out on the water with
4: people you actually like and,
3: uh, <laughs> Hey, then speaking, home and eat speaking good. of which people that you like, that yeah, you we TJ and uh, Cody Ryan don't know this but I set up a trip for the wife and I to go down there with uh, another couple not you two September 15th we decided on Friday Captain Gordon so you can put Sounds that in great. your book
4: I will put you guys down and look forward to fishing with you I think I fished with uh, another your relatives before haven't yeah.
3: I Yeah yeah you took the grandkids out and they still talk yeah. about it they said the last time was a little harder than the first time. was just unbelievable. And then he said, I made him work really hard <laughs> this last time. <laughs>
1: well, just 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 so you know, Beef, uh, I'm going down before you go down. I didn't get the invite. Mrs. Graney set it up, was talking with Captain Gordon all this week, setting up fishing trip for— me to go down there now. cody I the see only how
2: one. both of you guys are. Cody's I don't the like, only you. One I don't like any invited of it. <laughs> Nobody told me anything about any of it, and uh, I, I see where we stand now. I get it. I hey, get it. Well, uh,
1: we got to take a break. Captain Gordon Taylor, how do people get in touch with you to get in on this fishing right now? Well, just give me a call at 361 319 0099. 361-319-0099. captain gordon taylor official guide for the texas coast for the outdoor zone radio show gordon taylor we'll call you as soon as we get landed over there on the espn side get you a good phone number and uh a, a new zoom link so you can zoom <laughs> in i think we're going to do this from now on i like seeing your face uh all right, folks, it's Captain Gordon Taylor, 361 319 And I might call
2: you here in a little bit. <laughs> oh, and uh you set feel up left trip out? for tomorrow. What do you got going tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, so we can, hey. we can go out before them, huh? That's right. All right.
3: Oh man. Captain
2: Gordon Taylor. Hey, on the flip side, uh we've got we've got uh oh my goodness. we got Peter Report. Yes, beef steak. We'll get to your son auto coming up uh but we got your peter report your armed citizens report all that and more it's the outdoor zone we are live in the bunkhouse 24 7 365 you can catch us at theOutdoorZone.com.
0: up from san antonio
1: I'm EverStar Pro Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoors Zone. Fish on.
0: Up this morning before the sun. Fixed me some coffee and a honey bun. Jumped in the pickup, gave her the gas. I'm going out to catch a five-pound bass. Down by the lakeside, just off the ramp. All
2: that Welcome back. It is the Outdoors only our live I'm Somehow Cody Ryan, sitting with me. T.J. Grainy. Hey,
3: and before you go oh, down to yeah. the... <laughs> oh, man, you stole it. You stole it from me. And okay. Beefsteak
2: sitting in. Jack of all trades, twisting wires, making it happen. Nile Give Maxwell
1: t- Supercenter. Hey, want to make sure we shout out to Nile Maxwell Supercenter. The uh, Ram season gets even better at Nile Maxwell Supercenter in Austin at uh, with a 2.9% financing for 72 months on all... 2023 Ram 1500 Lone Star quad or crew cab. That's right. 2.9% financing with the largest inventory of Ram trucks in all of central Texas. The inventory has never been this big of the 2023 1500 quad cabs, crew cabs, heavy duty Rams, both 2500 and 3500s. It's Jeep season two with all the 23 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overlands with both two and three row seating now qualifying three for for 3.9% financing, it's a season of Ram and Jeep at your Jeep experts in Austin, Texas. For best selection and Nile Maxwell's promise to beat any competitor's price, go see the experts in Central Texas at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. 620 and 183 in Austin or online anytime at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com.
3: You know, TJ, be- hey. before, uh, well, before we go down... You know, Cody Ryan is not invited, but before we go down to the coast and go fishing with Gordon, Captain Gordon Taylor that was just on, I think we should both go to Sun Automotive and get everything checked out. You know, everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired, and it can be hard to find a mechanic you trust. We use our friends at Sun Auto Service. You know, Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated Auto and Repair Maintenance Company since 1978. And when it comes to auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, and transmission services, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service Repair Shop nearest you. Mine happens to be 405 West Slaughter Lane. Yours might be 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park or 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. Just go to sunautoservice.com. All right, now it's time
1: for our PETA report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report. Because we love animals too. They taste great. So, I was looking through this, why do people hate PETA? Yeah. uh, Article that came across the Outdoor Zone wire this week and it's all stuff we've talked about over the years, but I have to say the one thing that over the last few years doing this show, the, the, one of the funnest, best parts was when Cody Ryan got a letter from the (laughs) vice president or the marketing director for PETA, correcting him on a comment that he made.
3: During one of the shows,
2: actually agreeing. Yeah, we had saying thank you.
3: Yeah, they thanked us. Except for well,
2: I've gotten it a couple times. Actually, a couple times I've gotten letters from Peta, but the, in my opinion, the best one was the one where we are in agreement that humans should not drink another animal's lactate, (laughs) meaning milk. Uh huh. That was, they said, we can agree there. I said, all right. I think it's weird. Now, of course, on occasion, we'll. Of course, you grew up, you grew up
1: uh, with cow milk and a box of cereal. Yeah. Just so you don't forget that your early years were, it was foundational.
2: Well, of course, as any child, but it's not something I, have enjoyed there's a lot of wounds associated with
1: oh my god milk
2: over the years go back to therapy lactate
3: intolerant thought that's what we were (laughs) in until you stop laughing at me thought we were in
2: (laughs) therapy right now
1: top reasons why people hate PETA one is they don't believe people should have pets they're against you and your pets whether it's a cat, a dog, a bird I wonder how many PETA people have pets.
2: I just see them as cat people.
1: I just do. Sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But they're the wild. They're the, the feral cat people that just have like, <laughs> oh, they do that
1: too. It's on the list. Hang loose. They're against animal breeders. They don't want you to have a, a fine, well cared for and well-bred stud dog. Or Thoroughbred. Uh, Thoroughbred. Kind of like Cody. Yeah. That's right. Uh, A stallion.
3: <laughs> Wait, the stallion is the one that's been... Uh, uh, well, never mind. Clippy, okay. clippy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they don't believe, believe in using animal crates.
3: Yeah, that so... one... You know, there's so many things where, where mm. dogs, they like... A secure home. That's right. They like like someplace they can go to and crating them up is not against their will. They love it. Many of them, if they're brought that way, if they're brought up that way, they love it. And they go
2: last, last couple of dogs have both been kennel trained and you could leave the door open. And when they come inside, the first thing they do is walk over to the kennel and get in door open. I never closed it after a certain point when they realized that was their home. That's where they preferred to be. Yeah,
3: yeah. Then they spin around about five times.
2: They
1: don't believe in zoos. Man, do people people I know a zoo has still got to be a pretty popular thing. You don't see them protesting outside of zoos, though.
3: No, I mean, look at all the kids. I think they got
1: some kind of animal Uh, secret hand signal or something with the zoos because you don't see them outside zoos.
2: Well, it, 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 depending on if it's a rescue or you know, it's how they name their zoo, right?
1: You know, I guess, yeah, because uh, what about the Tiger
2: Man?
3: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, here we go. No, Tiger King. No, don't bring it back. TJ's
2: TJ's best buddy. Oh, hey,
1: uh, you know what? I can't, Tell him, don't write me from prison if he <laughs> wants some counseling. Oh. Uh, they don't believe in managing feral cats. Don't that manage one them. has been a topic on this show since we've been on 104.9 The
2: Horn. If we've anybody's listened for cats. any period of time, they know TJ's distaste for feral cats. Although it's society, it's... It's not as bad as it once was. I believe you've kind of softened your look on feral cats. Well, that's because he
3: moved out to the country and he ain't got any. No, feral cats.
1: that's not true. There's feral cats wander up on occasion.
2: Yeah, but you, sure but you but you dispatched
3: cats. them differently than you did when you lived in, in the city. Travis County.
2: Yeah. The trapping campaign that he had going.
3: <laughs> well, well, they...
2: There's some things we should not talk about. Actually, you know uh, what
1: we have found though is that um, there is this incredible uh, a uh, uh, birth control option for feral cats, and they're these small little lead tablets. And if you insert
2: them, oh my goodness, correctly, T- right stop. behind
3: the ear or the temple,
2: then they'll be required to get. Medical care. And hopefully, that feral cat has Altrua Health Share. No, there's no cats that <laughs> have Altrua Health Share. My family is protected by Altrua Health Share, and I wouldn't trust it going any other way with providing health care for my family. Altrua Health Share, finding affordable, top quality health care options can be tricky for an entrepreneur or sportsman, maybe those who are self employed. But Altrua Health Share is a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 20 years five years. Altrua HealthShare is not insurance required to tell you that. However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. Literally, let me tell you how it works. You contribute each month to a membership escrow account and then medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. Eligible medical needs are then shared. You don't have to change your doctor. You don't have to change anything that you're doing. You just change how much you're paying. I literally saved thousands of dollars a year since being with Altrua HealthShare. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org, Altrua HealthShare, where we care for one another. We've got an Armed Citizens Report on the final countdown to the final episode live here on The Horn, moving to ESPN Network starting next week. It's The Outdoor Zone, live at the bunkhouse 24 7, 365. You can catch us at TheOutdoorZone.com. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening
0: to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show,
2: The Outdoor Zone.
1: All right, welcome back, regulators. You are tuned into the Outdoor Zone. Changing our network affiliation start next week. You'll find us at one hundred two point seven FM live every Sunday morning seven to nine. One hundred two point seven ESPN every Sunday morning. Hey, uh, super excited to our buddies over uh, all of our advertisers have been with us for a very long time. It's hard to get a slot on our little show here when uh because our advertisers stick with us because we have proven results and they like us so uh, we want to make darn sure- it
2: people like us
1: <laughs> we want to do a shout out to the all of those folks and uh, one of them being keystone bank our buddy jeff wilkinson over there been a great supporter uh great bank if you if you're looking for a local bank in the austin area there's no better bank than keystone bank it's it they are active in the community they support local efforts they um and when you become a member when you start banking with them you know who your banker is if you want to get a car loan buy a piece of land buy a house refinance something you you can go over there and call somebody or call somebody and you know who it is. You've met them. You, you have a face that goes with the with the, with the name. And I love that about banking. If somebody has got my money, I want to know who it is. And Keystone bank, that's your, that'll be your experience. Local relationship based service sets them apart. Banking at your fingertips. They have all the electronic banking, all the online stuff, everything that you need. To learn more or get started with Keystone Account, just go to one of their locations in person, 11,500 11, B Caves Road in West Austin, 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin, 900 Hutchins Avenues in beautiful Ballinger, Texas, or just go to Keystone.Bank, Keystone.Bank for all the information. Keystone Bank, where local matters. Now it's time for our Armed Citizen Report. Today, legal
0: firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts
2: of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week.
1: An Arkansas man is dead after encountering an armed homeowner in Kansas, Oklahoma, ready and willing to defend the property. On the evening of Tuesday, May 2nd, the 20 year old suspect was alleged, allegedly involved in an incident outside the home in question. After the incident, the man made his way into the home and got into a physical altercation with the homeowner. The armed resident fired shots at the assailant, killing him in the process. Break into the house. Come into the house. Cross that thin red line, and pay the consequences. So, Cody, one of the things that you've been very concerned about this week, and this is current news here in in uh, Texas, with some legislature uh, legislation that is coming down the pike. You and I have a buddy who takes us out on the Colorado River. Dove hunting, and this would clearly affect that.
2: Well, it's the one thing that it doesn't not affect are shotguns uh, used with multiple projectiles. So uh, I believe that means shotguns with pellets. Now it's not, it's not from what I've heard and seen. It's not very clear on that but that like a slug would not be appropriate but a shotgun with pellets would be so maybe buckshot but what it is is sb uh, 1236 and the reason i i'm so concerned about it is not only that it's that it further hinders the rights as outdoorsmen and women here in the state of texas and it is happening it is going through it is it is gone through It's starting September 1st uh, that we will not be allowed to hunt the navigable waterways. Now, there's details you can look and read up uh, how it how it uh, relates, basically relating to the use of certain firearms in or on the bed or bank of navigable water uh, river or streams and. In my opinion, you own a river property and you're hunting along the river. Does that count? How does that work? How far off the bank do you have to be? You own that piece of dirt. Now you can't hunt it. So there's a lot of questions and uncertainty, but it further exemplifies the fact that rights, no matter which way they are, no matter how you hunt, no matter where you hunt, that If we're not paying attention, things like this are going to happen. And I call it nickel and diamond. They're just nickel and diamond us. They'll take this away and they'll take this away and they'll take this away. Then they'll take this away. And before we know it, all of a sudden we lost a whole dollar. Well, it's that that whole thing.
1: It's that whole thing. Like you put a frogs in a boiling pot of water. And as it gets hotter, they, they don't realize it until it's so hot. and Then it's
2: over with. And these kinds of things are happening around the country in the United States. Oh, yeah. Every state is experiencing this and in one way or another, whether it's lead that you can't fish with now or, you know. Or uh, you
1: can't have lead bullets.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's all these different things that are happening in little pieces, in little pieces, and taking rights away, rights away, rights away. This is a big one, in my opinion, you're looking at Army, Corps of Engineers, uh, waterways, parks and wildlife. Um was not a Texas Parks and Wildlife decision. This was a political decision made by those we voted on for the well, Texas House. Well, I didn't House. vote for them. Well. I didn't I, vote for it. I, <laughs> People signed on to that bill. I haven't looked at the yes and nays, but we – typically lean a certain way here in the bunkhouse and there would have to be people that voted against our rights or against this. There would have to be people that uh, voted for it. Yeah. So,
1: well, and they've been, they've been poking at us for a long time and really, and one of my concerns, what I'm
2: saying is that people we voted for. Yes. the, the right side of the aisle there are people that voted for this yeah absolutely oh well that's the problem
1: then somebody needs to have a conversation with them somebody needs to make sure that they hear from us and the dis yeah I mean I I don't know what what happened that makes that makes this a deal well they got people kayaking through their uh through their property uh, uh, kayaking down the Guadalupe river past their little 3000 acre private ranch. And somebody got mad and they said, there's people with guns going by our property. That should never be like that. And we need a law. And then it, or is it something even deeper, more devious? Like, well, we'll, we'll slowly, but surely start working this hunting thing out of Texas. And, and
3: But well, think about shame on on
1: us if we're not active and, and, and talking about it and doing something Mm -hmm. about it and training up the next generation, shame on us if we don't do that, or if you're not doing it, you don't get to complain about it.
2: Apparently it was kept quiet. Um, pretty quiet. And yeah, it was the proposal was expanded statewide in a last minute amendment. So, oh man, it's just no rifle. Bows or shotguns with slugs in or around the uh, waterways, navigable waterways.
3: Why? Who? What? So what that means the... night fishing for guard uh, like that would be out?
2: Oh, uh, I didn't even think about that one. Yeah. Bow fishing.
3: Bow yeah. fishing. Yeah. That's a big deal in many of yeah. those areas down there.
2: Yeah. What's, what would.
3: What harm what would, would it get be this
1: thing to happen?
3: <laughs> I mean, what
1: what motivated this legislation? Well, That's think about my when question. TJ
3: when we were remember when we dove hunt at the bunkhouse and how all of a sudden out of nowhere the you know the sheriff was being called and people were coming in and screaming about us doing that and it was the new arrivals in the area that didn't know that September 1st was the opening day of the Texas outdoor new new year. Right. And, um, do you remember all that where? They oh were, yeah.
1: I remember you were putting signs up down by the road saying <laughs> yeah. there will be shooting on this property.
3: Right. And, and the sheriff came and laughed about it and we kind of, Oh, we aren't shooting uh, anything and there's no BBs falling all over. Like, you know, they were afraid they were going to get hit by something, but they thought it was gang, you know, like gang related. <laughs> And people just don't aware. So I think you're right. People are moving into that area, right? And they're surprised to see people navigating up and down their area with bows or with a, you know, rifle or a shotgun. Correct?
2: I don't know. I don't know. I don't, know I don't have mode. any idea where it came from, but we need to be active. We need to be uh, understand that these rights cannot be infringed, and they are. Hey, let me tell you about partsview.com they're an online one-stop shop for all your boating needs partsview p-a-r-t-s-v-u.com i was a customer before they were ever a sponsor of the show and i order all of my oem yamaha parts from partsview.com parts being maintenance kits they got a handy maintenance kit all you do is punch punch in your engine and whether you're doing a 20-hour service 100-hour service 300-hour service They'll send you exactly what you need. They got Yamaha, Mercury, Suzuki, MerCruiser parts and products. You got a neighbor? Tell them about PartsView. It's super easy. 200,000 products from the marine industry's leading brands. You can also save some money by using Outdoor Zone 10. That is not case-sensitive. Use Outdoor Zone 10 at PartsView.com, P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. We'll wrap up the final segment of the show here on the horn moving to a new network next week but you can always find us 24 365 at the outdoor zone hey this
1: is jeff foxworthy and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks tj and cody on the outdoor zone All right, welcome back, Regulators. It is the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. Hey, uh, we are on our last segment on 104.9 The Horn. We'll be moving over to 102.7 ESPN for this live broadcast on Sunday mornings. So track us over
2: there. Over 12 years right here at this very bunkhouse. That's a long time, over a decade we've spent. Coming a lot to of you. Lot,
1: a lot of life changes happened over those twelve years. You got yeah. married. You had a kid.
2: Yeah, I was a single, single rambling. I was a single gypsy, <laughs> fishing gypsy at the time. What were you doing, Beef?
3: At that time?
2: Yeah,
1: you were working, and you probably haven't been deer hunting yet.
3: The first time that I I. uh Came to the show. I rode my motorcycle here.
2: Oh, I that's re- right. I, you were in a biker gang. Yeah. Uh, the whole. I remember.
3: Do you I, remember that the Holy Hogs? The, that's who we called ourselves. The yeah.
1: day, the day that uh, open carry. Oh yeah. Became became a thing in the state of Texas. Beef. Uh, I met Beef and Jeff at Kirby Lane the most lib restaurant in Austin. And they walked in, they pulled up on their motorcycles, decked in leather, fully carrying all their firearms, went in, sat down and freaked out the restaurant. (laughs) It was hilarious. The
3: best part of the whole story was at the end, how I helped him rehang his sign properly. That talked about uh, the, I the manager was
2: the manager, manager of a, the restaurant, and he sat yeah. down
3: and he listened to us talk and argue the point of concealed carry and open carry, and uh, he ended up agreeing with us. And he printed out the, uh, he, he, I mean, he he bought our breakfast for us.
1: So Jack is, or he was just in. scared. I don't know. Uh, Jack is the ranch hand that gets here early and makes sure the gate gets open. And we want to give him a minute and just tell him thanks and give him a, a, a just a minute to say a few words if he wants to about his experience at the bunkhouse and uh,
2: probably the the hardest show that he has to deal with. Oh no, y'all y'all make it easy on me. It's a it's a pleasure coming in here every morning
3: and uh, just spending. Two hours with you guys listening to the show. Uh, it's a privilege to be able to come in here. You know, f- thankful to to y'all and to everybody here at the Horn who uh, is able to make this thing happen.
2: Well, that's awesome. Wow! We've had, it's a, it's it's not often you hear about the guys behind the scenes that that make it happen. We uh, we talk about them some. You know, jack of all trades, but but to hear them talk and and uh, you know. It's it's a rarity. I joked about it earlier in the show. I think it was the first time that Jack's ever come on air and said anything it was <laughs> yeah. today. Well, you and, know, there's uh,
3: people you work with as producers that are just natural at it, and there's other ones yeah. that got to work really hard to make yeah. it happen. And you're always trying to, no, we need to do this, we need to have that. This is timing. Jack is like just everything is automatically done.
2: Well, and he understands how we operate. We're three very different guys that operate very differently. We have a, the the unison is that we love the outdoors and we love to talk. And when we bring all those together, we all have different things that we do. And it takes a, it takes a, a special person behind the scenes to understand how it's true. It takes a special person to understand how to manage TJ to shut down hey now wait a minute oh, oh, oh. and and to listen to me that we can oh, work together oh, oh. i knew so, it had
3: to come back around to you somehow yeah so it's know. basically
2: been me and jack and thank you buddy we've have, we've have made this thing what it is so
3: <laughs> i hope that you you saddle up your your you get your saddlebags and jump on over to the ESPN with us man we would love to have you on the chuck wagon over there Come on. Yeah, well, I appreciate I tell that. Him.
2: You just load them up and y'all can carpool.
3: I tell you what, sometimes it's just in a domain. You just let's just do it. Let's just bring you over and we'll just, the first day, we'll just sit you in there and it'll be like you always were there. Well, y'all, uh, y'all are Very to nice to say all that. Y'all are very complimentary. Appreciate that. It doesn't go unnoticed. Wow. We'll
2: just fill out our own paperwork and turn it in to their payroll department won't say anything (laughs) slip in on their payroll and
3: i wonder what we'll make up a uh social security number for jack of all trades trades there we go (laughs) it'll be one two three four five six seven eight nine ten no there we go that's it well uh, it is and and we've had some
2: producers you know changes and uh we've had some come and go and and over the years and uh so anyway,
1: shout, shout out to a producer that we that passed away uh, just in the last couple of weeks, uh, Eric Kruger, mm-hmm. who was a longtime producer for us and um, produced just
2: twenty plus years ago at a different station, and then well,
1: moved. And but over he's here. always been in touch. He's always he's been in and out of the of the ranch hand position over here on this on this show, and um, and we just. Heart, our hearts go out to his family and God bless his family. And you know, I still got
3: right before he passed away on that Friday, he called and left me a message, a voicemail, and I I got that saved. And everyone's, uh, I thought, and I just listened to that and go, huh, wow, well, thank you. We appreciate all that he did too. Well, Cody Ryan,
1: uh, watched you grow up, uh, since the first
2: shows back in the day. And uh... I remember doing the show for you, uh, the very first show that I remember doing without you was uh, I took a buddy of mine from high school, my best friend from high school, and we went into the studio for whatever reason you were out, and we did the outdoor zone, and I thought I was big stuff being a senior in high school doing the show without any guidance from a parental figure, and now being forty years old on air, you're still doing stuff without parental. I I was going to say that roles seem to have reversed. That I feel like <laughs> I have to be here as the parental figure now. That times have changed. Well, I wanted to thank you too later. for
3: inviting me on to the uh, you know to join y'all, and my uh, the inner beefsteak was able to come out and be displayed in full glory. On the radio waves, the things that I, uh, how I, how I really, really weird. how I really am comes out on the, uh, on the air. So this you get well, me. Wrap it up. You beef. get me. All right. Up. Well, you know, I was thinking about it and there's nothing better than a quote from Socrates, right? Cause he, uh, kind of a deep thinker. The secret of change is to focus all your energy, not on fighting the old, but on building the new. See ya over at 102.7 ESPN. Beefsteak will be there next week. I am traveling with the boys. Thank you, men. Appreciate it.
2: Jeremiah 2913. When you search for me, yes, search for me with all your heart, you will find me. Live it, love it, learn it. I'm Cody Ryan. Last time on the horn, different place. Same time next week. I'm out. All right, folks, this week we want to
1: say we have the same thing we've been closing with for thirty years. It's get the kids off the couch, show them the park, take them to the park, show them the birds, of the trees, heck, take them hunting, take them fishing. We don't care what it is. As long as you get them in the great outdoor zone, we're all headed to church. Wanna encourage you, go find a good Bible-based church in your community. Man, get your family, take them to church, and then go have a nice lunch with them. After all, it all belongs to him anyway. Uh, If you want to start a hunting and fishing ministry in your church, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. If you need a speaker for an event, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. And uh, if you have a little boy who needs a good mentor and some outdoor time, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. We also take donations there, cash, land, cars. Uh, support no kid left inside at kidsoutdoorzone.com all right from TJ from myself TJ granny Cody Ryan beefsteak Jack of all trades we want to say thank you to all the folks that made us happen here at 1049 the horn and next week I encourage you to join us at our new affiliate station ESPN 102.7 ESPN 102.7 FM right here in the Austin, Central Texas area, and 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. All right, that's it for us. We're going to sign off for the final time here on 104.9 The Horn. Regulators,
3: mount up. North
1: California and
0: South Alabama, and little towns all around this land.